FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. But food is just, I mean, it's like a pinball machine in my brain. <laughs> really, like certain, like certain foods, you know. Okay. Hmm? It'll get you going. We're, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And we're doing a show on, that's what we're doing our show on, right? Aphrodisiacs. Um, okay. Yeah, so we're, we're going. We're go. Okay. We're green light. Are we green? Okay, good, because I want to tell you about that aphrodisiac dinner I went to. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm dying to hear. I know. Are you re-recording? Yeah, fuck oh. yeah. <laughs> All right. I love surprising you with that. It makes me so happy. <laughs> and I want you to be happy. I know. <laughs> I'm Sean Lee. I'm Monica. And we are the Two Wild Orchids, the place you come for sex and fun. And if you tuned in last week, you know we won that podcast contest, Best yeah. Sexy Podcast. So we are the award-winning Two Wild Orchids. That's pretty cool. I love saying that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, speaking of award-winning, so the, so I think we, I'm glad we're doing this show this week. I think we missed an opportunity last week where we talked about, you know, things to spice things up. We somehow skirted aphrodisiacs. Oh. So, so what I love is that if you had a really hot thing, you know, Valentine's Day, you're welcome. And then we're going to kind of keep it going with the month of February to like do things that are sexy and so aphrodisiacs. Cool. Okay, I have to tell you about this dinner I went to. Okay, so yeah, break it down. All right, oh my God, you're going to love this. So let's be clear. If you live in South Florida, you want to pay extra attention because it is here in South Florida in Hollywood. Okay. Okay, so um, I got a fan sent me an email saying, hey, did you know about this aphrodisiac dinner? And I didn't, so I scheduled it and I went and it was magnificent. Really? It was the, I'm not even kidding you, like no bullshit and I'm not getting paid for this. It was the best meal I've ever eaten. Wow. Okay. So let me set the stage. You went to this, it's called Class Soiree Steakhouse. Okay. okay? And I'll put a link to their website in, in our show notes, but you walk in and there's maybe six total tables. Small. Small. Super, super, super small. Okay. And so you kind of walk in a little bit and it's a little, it's a little intimidating because I, I didn't know what I was walking into. Is it fancy? Yes, it was voted the most beautiful restaurant in Hollywood. Shut up. I know, right? And so everything is done in whites and gold and this beautiful furniture. And um, I walked in and told them who I was and the chef came out and he handed us champagne. And so we had a champagne toast to start the evening. And that was really nice. Like I didn't expect that. And then there's a a big screen and they play uh, the Kama Sutra movie, Hmm. which I've never actually seen yeah, I don't even know. It's an Indian movie, so it's kind of like a Bollywood movie. Okay. But you, they didn't play the sound on it, and they played jazz in the background. So it was a really nice setting. What's happening in the Kama Sutra movie? It's, it's sexy. There is some nudity, and there's sex in it, but it's so well done, it's not porn. Okay. Okay? It, it's kind of classy sex, if you can imagine. Okay. All right? You can tell just by watching it that it's a love story. I have no idea what happened, but I could kind of tell that there, there was a tr- love triangle and this kind of thing, right? Okay. But the jazz is playing in the background, and it's just the right volume. I mean, everything was so well done. So the chef is a private chef. He's worked for like musicians and actors and everything. And so this is his place that he has with his sons, and they're all tra- training to be chefs. Hmm. Anyway, uh, the chef's name is Ali, by the way. You can use my name when you go see him. But um, <laughs> anyway, so he's got the Kama Sutra playing. He, we've had champagne toast, and, and nothing is on the menu. So you have no idea what you're going to get. Okay. All right. And he, we get some wine and he brings out the first course and every one of your, it's a five course meal and every one of your courses is, has aphrodisiac food in it. 
So the idea is... Is, it, is an, aphrodis- sorry, as an aphrodisiac. Yes, is an aphrodisiac. Thank gotcha. You. So the first course was a chopped salad. And it had strawberries and walnuts and caviar in it. No watermelon? Not in the salad. Okay. I wasn't in charge of the menu. I'm not complaining. Okay. But I was it just had, curious. Uh, it had walnuts and strawberries and um, caviar. And I'd never had caviar on a salad before. Mm-mm. But it, with the strawberry and I forget the dressing that was on it, but with the strawberries and the dressing, it, the caviar. Oh, I'd imagine that's salty and sweet. Exactly right. It was mm-hmm. so good. Okay. So let me say this. The salad was delicious and it was the worst thing we ate all night. <laughs> okay. All right. Because then the next course came and he, he plated so beautifully, right? In this little oblong um, dish. And then on the left side was the, were three mussels in some type of a tomato-based sauce. And mm. then on the right was an oysters Rockefeller. Vagina. <laughs> Vag- what? <laughs> <laughs> I just, whenever I see oysters, I think of vaginas. I don't even know how you got there. What are you talking about? That's like famous. Like the oysters look like fucking vaginas. No, orchids look like vaginas. That's why we're too old. Orchids. I've never... All right, I've never... That would be really weird if we were too too wild wild oysters. oysters. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I've never noticed... I'll look at an oyster next time. I think we should change the name of the show. (laughs) No, we're not going to be the oysters. Too wild oysters. No, our award-winning podcast will stay Two Wild Orchids. All right, back to the show. Here we go. So I've got three mussels, you know, and then, of course, the oyster. And I want you to know I love mussels. I don't like oysters. Mm-hmm. I ate my oyster, and it was the best thing up to this point that I had ever eaten. Okay. Wow. And literally every course, it was better than the last course. The portion sizes were perfect because they left you wanting more. Right. Okay. So then the next course came out, and it was funny because the guy I was with, we were just talking about, you know, seafood and stuff because the oysters had come out. And I was like, I don't like salmon. He's like, I don't like salmon either. And I think we're the only people on the planet who don't like salmon. Yes. So what do you think the next course was? Salmon. Of course, right? It came on a bed of rice. What and kind of salmon? Because they're all different. I'll get there. Easy there, killer. It came on a bed of rice and it had it, they had taken asparagus and sliced the asparagus lengthwise. So that was in there. And then, of course, the salmon. And on top of that was a fig compote. Mm-hmm. Well, all after the, 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 uh, exactly yeah. right. The asparagus. And I the licked the bowl. It was so good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even kidding. And he came out, and I said, you know, I waited till after we were done because he ate all his. I ate all mine. And I said to the chef, I said, you know, I don't like salmon, and this was fantastic. And he said, it's uh, wild caught. Um, what did he say? It's fresh and it's wild caught. And he said, all I did to it was add a little salt and pepper and ginger. That's all you need. Uh, apparently, because it was so good, mm-hmm. and the fig compote was just perfect on it. Anyway, and so the next the next portion of the meal comes out. And we're of course number four now for keeping track, and it is um, again another on an oblong plate and slices of this beautiful what I thought was beef, and then there were these fried onions in the middle of it, and not soft fried either. They, they were they were hard fried. And then this little bowl of um, of mashed potatoes that I think had Gruyere cheese in it and, and truffle oil. Mm-hmm. And so, A, I don't like truffle oil, and B, I don't like venison, which is what the other meat was. Okay? If you had blindfolded me, I would have sworn I was eating the most tender piece of beef I'd ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. It melted in my mouth. It had no gamey flavor at all. It was, it was like carpaccio? It was no, it wasn't. Sliced? No, no, no. It wasn't thinly sliced. It was, oh. like, it was like you had taken a filet and sliced the filet, so you had bite-sized chunks. Oh, I got you, I got you. Right? And um, and then, of course, sometimes truffle oil can be very overpowering. Like people, I think, use too much of it because yeah. whatever happened with the cheese and the potatoes and the truffle oil and the onions, and I, I literally, I cleaned my plate. 
That's awesome. And then the dessert came out. And the dessert was, okay, I'm serious, you guys. You have to try this. If, I, if, I, if I'm telling you course by course for somebody who's not a foodie, it was that good. And uh, he brought out these homemade donuts and chocolate sauce. Yay, chocolate. Right? <laughs> Monica's like, oh, good, we got to the chocolate. So let me say this. The dough was somewhere between a croissant and a biscuit. It was so flaky. Mm-hmm. Like donuts are usually really dense. Mm-hmm. And all I could think was, there any more back there? I mean, like, <laughs> he brought us each two. And after I was, you know, licking the, the plate again, I was like, do you think he's got any more? <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't even tell you. And between the setting, which was so beautiful, and the Kama Sutra playing, and the jazz music, and the chef coming out, it, the whole experience, I, like, I can't even tell you how, I'm not even doing it justice, but I can tell you this. If you don't go, you'll regret it for the rest of your life. That sounds like so much fun. It was so much fun. I want to go. It's I want to go. Okay. I want to go. Okay. We can't go together. You have to take a date. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah. Because the whole effort. And I will say this: about halfway through the meal, I was like, I don't. You know, the first one I went, I was like, Do these things work? Like, does this really? Uh, let me say this: I'm not a touchy feely kind of person. Like, I'm just not. Right. You know. And I, about halfway through the meal, I noticed I'm rubbing my partner's arm, mm. like, and I thought. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, there's actually some science behind a lot of that stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you have any science over there? I do. Tell me. Well, so your oysters have like really, really high amounts of zinc. Okay. And that uh, actually is really important to the production of testosterone. So So it it boosted my testosterone, you think? Possibly. Oh. And his as well, more than likely. And well, I don't actually know how many oysters you have to eat. (laughs) <laughs> well, it was my first one, so it's kind of like I was a virgin. Um, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Um, but it also uh, helps uh, produce like dopamine. So, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I so, had no idea oysters produce dopamine, and dopamine I, makes you want to have sex. Yeah. So, but I think you have to eat a lot of oysters. But you know, but, and then your asparagus mm-hmm. that actually also has some science behind it. Um, a lot of sexually stimulating nutrients, including vitamin E, B, and potassium. And okay, yeah. So you that know. explains a lot. So there was a book which I'm hoping I did tell our media guy I want to put it in the store. There was a there was a cookbook that I went through at the dinner and it was called Intercourses. Is oh. that not the best name for a cookbook? Yeah, that is. Yeah, and so I, I want to. I'm, I, I was, told. Did him, he have any chili peppers on anything? Like anything spicy or no? I don't recall. I don't recall anything being spicy. It might have, but if, but if it was, it was. I've never eaten food this good. Yeah, and so. For all I know, I'm a foodie, so I'm I'm you dying have to, to check go. it out. Yeah, I'm not. So you know, my relationship with food is very simple. I don't want to be hungry and I don't want to be nauseous, and that's my relationship <laughs> with food. <laughs> okay, but this, I feel like I'm hungry all the time. This I just I I would I couldn't believe, and every portion size was exactly right. Like you left comfortably full. You weren't so full. You didn't want to go home and have sex. And right, because that's a boner killer. That would have totally been a boner killer. I actually on. Friday night? I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday, but I, I went on a date and uh, the guy, I was, I was totally planning on getting lucky and, and he ate too much. Oh, I know. And that's it, like whiskey dick, but it's food dick. Yeah, he was not happy. It just, and it was fine. I mean, I understood. Like, I was like, you know, he'll make up for it later. Did he? The morning, yes. Okay. Just but 
but he was too full to. I was going to call him if he didn't. And that's like a really gross feeling. Yeah, no, it's don't, a horrible don't eat feeling. too much. Yeah, that's why this was perfect. I, mm-hmm. And um, so the so they do on Thursday nights, Florida people. They do it on I Thursday nights. Um, they do this this. Uh, now, does he dinner. do the same menu, or is it a different? I'm I somehow thinking it's different because mm. he does have. So they do. They also do a brunch. They do a te- another night. They do brunch on the weekends, and they do a wine tasting and tapas on another night. But on Thursday nights is when they do the top. When they do the aphrodisiac dinner. I remember a long time ago they did a dinner. It was in Miami. They did dinners that were in the dark. Oh, totally in the dark. I've heard of that. I've never done that. Yeah, I had a girlfriend that it's expensive, or at least it was when she went. But I, I never. Did. I always wanted to try that because I would think that would be really sexy too. You're sitting. I, I next would think to that would be. So, you know what? After. After this dinner, I would do it. But prior to this dinner, I wouldn't have done it because I would think they'd feed me oysters or something. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't care what I eat as long as it's... I'm, I don't have very many... I don't like olives and I don't like anchovies and everything else I'll eat. Oh, how funny. I, I love You know olives. what I ate recently? This is so not... Well, this is so not an aphrodisiac. I, I ate a possum. Ooh. Oh, no, it wasn't a possum. I lied. It was... Oh, sorry. Take that, take that out. Was, I, I ate uh, armadillo. Ooh. <laughs> That is not sexy. Someone was cooking armadillo, and I was like, I'll try How it. do you get one of those? Was it roadkill? He killed it. He killed it. No, oh. it wasn't roadkill. Ew. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, don't, that's not on the aphrodisiac list. Possum and, uh, and um Yeah, that's the opposite. That's an anti... Those are anti-sexy. Well, and it's funny because actually when, when I was researching doing this show, I actually looked up the anti-aphrodisiacs. Oh, there's foods. A, that's yeah. a clever idea. Yeah. Look at you. All right, tell me the anti-aphrodisiac foods. Well, aside from armadillo? Aside from armadillo <laughs> and apparently possum, because that turned me right off. Okay. <laughs> I don't know which one is really more gross than the other, but anyway, uh, yeah, so like beans, that's like your number one. I don't need to explain anything about that. Just need to say the word, beans. Beans, beans, good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. The more you fart, the better you feel. Eat those beans every meal. <laughs> you knew it too. Okay. So um, yeah, so beans. And then interestingly, microwave popcorn. Why? Because the inner lining of popcorn bags has been linked to lower sex drive. Oh men. my gosh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? There's like a chemical in the lining of the popcorn bags that actually... I don't eat microwave popcorn out of a bag anyway, but if I did, I would stop. Stop yeah. right now, people. <laughs> throw, throw that shit away. Yeah, don't... Go don't. get you a popper. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't need a lot of popcorn, but. I love popcorn. Oh, really? I love popcorn. There you go. Yeah. But I have a glass dish that I make it in. What do you mean? Well, it's this special popcorn popper thing that you can put, you put regular air, you put regular popcorn in it and you stick it in your microwave. It looks like a, it looks like a glass tea kettle is what it looks like. Really? And then it makes air popped popcorn in your microwave. Huh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't. Christmas. I got you. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. (laughs) I can't wait. And then sugar. You know, because you crash and burn. Okay. And also it feeds yeast infections or the yeast in your body, right? Because that's what sugar right. feeds on and it can create funky smells. So it, so I think about the sugar and I think about like a lot of people drink wine and, you know, mm. any, any of your alcohols, just nothing but sugar. That's actually also on my list uh, because it's a depressant. Whiskey dick. Yeah. So there's like that tipping point where a little bit of alcohol can be good because it, it you know, can... Lowers your inhibitions. Lo- lowers your inhibitions, but then a little too much and you can, you got problems. And those are your anti-aphrodisiacs. Yeah. There's a whole bunch more. Tell me, is there anything, is there anything super exciting that we would not think of? Like popcorn? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, soy. Soy. So, I mean, I don't eat a lot of soy. I don't either. But 
um, I thought so you're was, saying like edamame. Yes, right. So, and I thought it was really interesting because Zen monks actually used to use soy to aid in celibacy. How cool is that? Isn't that interesting? And Japanese wives that thought their husbands were having affairs uh, will like give extra helpings of tofu to their husbands. Okay, ladies, if you think you're cheating, <laughs> might I suggest some some a sushi night and you just feed them some edamame and some tofu and boom. Yeah, because soybeans be- contain phytoestrogens and it interferes with the production of testosterone. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that for people who think their partners might be cheating, they're going to get really skilled in Japanese cooking. <laughs> right, I mean, I don't know what you do if your husband doesn't like uh, tofu or your partner doesn't like tofu. You know, soy milk. There's a there's a host. Well, of that's things. true. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Did not know that. No. Right. Interesting little fact. So. so, but walnuts and 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 asparagus and salmon yeah, all that and, stuff is all all wonderful. It all it's all good for you. Yeah, and watermelon actually. That's why I asked you about the watermelon. Yeah, there was watermelon. That's uh, it's actually uh, it dilates your blood vessels, much like Viagra. Really? Yes. And I didn't other know that. Yeah. Right. Wow. Who knew? So, well, maybe that's why there's so many like winter babies. Everybody's eating watermelon in the summer. I've been craving watermelon like crazy. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I'm not kidding. I had watermelon for breakfast. She gets a new boyfriend and watermelon's <laughs> on the menu. I had watermelon for breakfast. He's not my boyfriend. <laughs> you know what I mean. You went out with a new guy and ta-da, we're eating watermelon today. <laughs> I wondered why you were, had so much watermelon around the house. But I've been eating a lot of watermelon lately. I don't know why. It's weird. It's, I've just really been craving it. But yeah, so it has a non-essential amino acid called citrulline, and it relaxes and dilates the blood vessels, much like Viagra and other drugs meant to treat erectile dysfunction. Are grapefruits on the list? I have to know. Nope. After the grapefruit blowjob, grapefruits are not on the list. Nope. Well, they're not on my list. I mean, there's a, there are a lot of foods, but these are just the ones that actually have some science behind them. Okay. And chocolate... <clears throat> which is on the list has actually been proven to actually not be an aphrodisiac. What? It's not an aphrodisiac? Well, they're lying. They, okay, so <laughs> I actually read this and they they It should be. I think it's more of a mental thing. I mean, ch- chocolate's a sexy food. Chocolate is a sexy food. I mean, you can pour, you know, you can melt chocolate, you can pour it on, you know, anything. So and it, God damn, it's good. And it's, yeah, it's good. After that, you can pour it on, you could pour it on anything. Did you? You don't like to give blowjobs, pour chocolate on his cock. So the bad news is that it's not an effective aphrodisiac, according to studies. If you pour chocolate on his cock, it becomes an aphrodisiac. <laughs> okay. That's kind of a good point. So did you hear about... Um, well, and it does have um, it does have uh, some chemicals that elicit feelings of excitement and well being. So, so if you're excited and you're feeling good, exactly, I can see where they made the leap. Yeah. yeah. So, did you have? Do you know? I know you're like a chocolate fan. Did you hear about the new chocolate that they came out with? No. This like scientist. Now you're flirting with me. Tell me about my new <laughs> chocolate, baby. So this guy, this scientist, uh, created a new chocolate. It's called, it's ruby. It's pink. It's pink chocolate. And what's it taste like? Well, <laughs> well, well, do you oh my this? God, you have it. I bought it. I bought it. She has it. I'm serious. She has a bag. It looks like a pink. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a ruby cocoa. Here, let me hand, oh, hold on. Okay. There you go. Okay. I have so it here. ruby chocolate. Ruby cocoa wafers. There you go. It's made from ruby cocoa beans, which are grown in the Ivory Coast, Ecuador, and Brazil. I'm trying one. <laughs> Thank you for blowing my diet. <laughs> you had one little bite. So it has like a fruity, a fruity kind of flavor. Yeah, so you it does. get the, the cocoa and you get the fruity and um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. 
super cool. And what was the benefit of him making bastardizing chocolate? Um, I, it's just a different cocoa bean, apparently. I don't hmm. know. It kind of tastes like... Um, Here, give it to me. Um, she's like, don't mm. take my chocolate. <laughs> she no, snatched that out of my hand. I'm going to eat some. Um, it kind of tastes um, almost like raspberries a little bit. Yeah, so it has a fruity... It has a, you get the chocolatey... It's like a, it's like a f- white chocolate and dark chocolate... Yeah, with had, a little fruit. had a baby with some fruit. So they had a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's perfect. What do you get when you do that? You get a threesome. Yeah, that's perfect. That's, yeah, that was delicious. That's good, right? Right, yeah. All right, so if, so if you wanted to like spice up your, your sex life, if, you're, if your partner is having a low sex drive, any of the stuff that, that you know, I ate that night, I really did. I found myself like petting him at the meal. Interesting. And I thought, well, that's, that, that to me... You know, I always pay attention. Sometimes you do things with your body that you don't realize till later there was something there. And when I found myself randomly petting him, I thought, oh, there's something to hmm. this. So I, I'm, I'm a fan of aphrodisiacs. I can't wait to try this out. Okay, yeah, you have to go. I got to go. You have to go. Okay. And so I'll, I'll let him know that you're coming and that you're part of the show. And, and yeah, okay. he was really wonderful. I would love that. Yeah. So um, if you haven't gone, if you live in South Florida, if not, I know that one of the things he and I talked about, the chef and I, was that there used to be, and that's what I thought you were going to say a minute ago, there used to be a restaurant in South Beach called Tantra. Yes, I've been there. Oh, had you been there? Many, many times. Oh, okay. What was that like? It's not open anymore. What was that like? No. Oh my gosh. When it first opened, oh my God, it was, it was mind blowing because there was nothing on South Beach like that. I spent a lot of time on South Beach. I lived on South Beach. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing that you noticed immediately was when you walked in the door, the entire, the entire interior of the restaurant was carpeted in grass. Not fake grass, real grass. What? Yes. How do you, how do you mow that? It was sod and they would pull it up. Uh, they put it fresh. They put down fresh sod every week, and then you know, after a few days, they would pull it all up and redo it all. And then there were just these beautiful, big, big tables, uh, almost like banquet style, and just white flowing curtains. Everything was very lush and green, and uh, you know, the music was very sexy. You know, they had. Um, I would say it was. Well, at the time, we were doing a lot of like chill kind of house music, I guess, but it wasn't house like boom boom. It was like a much more like more R and B like. No, no, definitely not R and B. Like it was definitely electronic music, but it was just very chill. I would okay. say I would, I would categorize it as chill house. If you don't know what that is, you know, go online and, and chill house, chill house. Yeah, okay. it was like a much a much quieter sex. It's super sexy music. You hear it everywhere now. Like you go into Anthropology and they're playing it. All right, so but they were playing it in this restaurant. Yeah, very loud. Um, and things, you know, the food was all wonderful and just same. This is basically what you're describing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at like, I would say around 11 o'clock, things started to get like off the hook, you know? Ooh, what and would happen? People would just start pouring in and then they had belly dancers and they would be on the table and people, everybody was on the tables dancing. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy town. I wish it was still open. That sounds like fun. It was really fun. Yeah. You know, they should really revisit that because I think, you know, it, it got it kind of went out of favor because then so many clubs opened. Like there was a club on South Beach called Bed that I spent Bed. Yes, and it was all beds. Ooh, you. And that was like one of. I mean, we were there. It was a standing date. Like I think it was every. I would totally go to a place called Bed. Yeah, it was every Monday. I want to say it was every Monday. It's bizarre to me. I look back to my living there and I'm like, oh, Monday nights I was out until four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and you had to go to work on <laughs> like t- Tuesday, right? No, I just, yeah, I don't know what I was doing, but I had time drugs. to do this. Drugs. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> there were definitely some drugs involved on some of those nights. Not all of them, but a lot of them. But uh, I actually, my 30th birthday, I was at bed and George Clooney was there. 
Really? Yeah. And he asked. He's an aphrodisiac. I danced with him on the dance floor. He asked me to go home with him. Nuh-uh. Uh, yeah. For, you should have gone. I didn't. Why? I was high as fuck. <laughs> I was so I was taking I was I was doing E. I was on ecstasy yeah. and I was having such an amazing time and that you said no to George Clinton. Yep. He asked me like three times, like, are you sure? And I was like, Do you yeah. like know who I am? Okay. <laughs> he had the pen- I'm George fucking Clooney and you're not gonna go home with me. He, he had the penthouse uh suite at the Delano. Right. Which I don't know if you've been there, but that's also very sexy. South Beach is very sexy. Very sexy. It used to be, but I mean now it's a little changed, but it's you know. But uh yeah, I was like, no, I'm good. I'm, good. I'm like, here is my friend. My, my, so fucking stupid. George Clooney like, wants what to fuck the, me and I'm, fuck. No, I'm good. I'm good. Seriously. I'm having is, fun. Like, I'm never going to live this down. I, it was, not now you're not. Uh, my brother had flown into town and my, it was my brother. Well, I shouldn't actually say that, should I? It was his first time so who cares? going out. And, yeah. and so I felt responsible. Like, I, I don't know. I was just having... So your brother cock-blocked you with George Clooney. We can we can lay blame on no, his doorstep. No, everyone was mad at me. I was well, with a group yeah. of like six people and he had and George had said to me bring everyone you can bring go. everyone because he was with a group of guys so he does or he used to I don't know if he does it anymore but he did a guys road trip every year George if you're listening she's changed her mind <laughs> I have so changed my mind George she's still hot and I'm he, just saying <laughs> he is still, he is super hot he's so, he was really funny he's such a nice guy like we laughed we totally I've heard he's a very nice no guy. he's great but he does a guys or did a guys like road trip every year and they would either end or begin or end in Florida and they wound up at bed and they had literally the bed like next to us so we all just joined bed I said no to George Clooney in bed (laughs) I swear to God that's gonna be the name of the title of this show (laughs) what's wrong with me (laughs) I didn't even have Lady Margaret then what? I was bald as a billiard. Okay, George, Lady Margaret's negotiable. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I, I George, George, <laughs> George, George Clooney, Clooney, I just want you to know Lady Margaret is negotiable. <laughs> You'd like to call in the show. 561 200 3330. George, uh, we'd love to take your call. Yeah, I don't have very many moments in my life where I look back and I'm like, oh, I, you know, I don't have regrets. Right. Maybe that one. Yeah. So the only thing I even have close to that is I cock blocked someone once. <laughs> Okay, so do you know who Jesse Jane is? Mm-mm. Okay, Jesse Jane at the time was the number one porn star in America. And she used to live near me. Mm-hmm. And she was 100 pounds soaking wet. And um, she wanted to fuck my partner. Oh. And I said, I'm tired. I want to go home. Oh. <laughs> Snap. So that's the only thing I have close to that. I've not turned down any celebrities. I've George, by the way, my number is. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? Yeah. I don't know. That's but, the best I got is I cockblocked somebody unintentionally. But here's the thing. I can also say that I didn't fuck him. <laughs> so can 99% of the world. Yeah. But I, I you know what I'm saying? But like, you're saying I, you had opportunity. I walk away with my pride. I guess so, like I wasn't just another little groupie. You weren't a notch on his bedpost. Exactly. Okay. All right. So there's, how's that working for you? <laughs> well, I mean, good. <laughs> I'm it's pretty, pretty well. I mean, just, I can't do anything about it. If I could, you know, it is what it is. We have this award-winning podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I am sure George Clooney is, Listening, listening right now. You know he is. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hashtag his name. <laughs> oh, I don't know if he would remember me. 
Of course, you remember. It was my 30th birthday and he, um, oh God, I remember because the, the club was packed. So it's like midnight and it's it's like going off or one o'clock in the morning. I don't even know. We were there until it closed down, but it was literally- You were there until you closed down. You did not go home with George Clooney. Yeah. He okay. left because it was like four in the morning and he's like, we're all leaving, you know, come with me. I was on the dance floor. I was like, oh, I'm having a great time. Like, ugh, whatever. Anyway, so, but at some point in the evening, he found out it was my birthday and he made the DJ, I remember, announce- he made him say happy birthday. Very like the cool. whole So the whole club, like it was... George is the birthday girl. It was awesome. trying to jog his memory a little I bit. loved him. He yeah. was great. He was great. Yeah. You know, realize if you'd have said yes back then, you could have had sex. You could have had his babies. Well, yeah, if I wanted babies. Well, I'm just saying. You're right. No, you're right. I should have. I Listen, I'm sorry. Fuck. I feel like I'm mad at you now. I I'm fucked like- up. I <laughs> fucked up. Clearly, I fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Back to aphrodisiacs. I can't. I can't. I can't take it. I gotta. I gotta redirect here because I'm upset with you. I don't know if we can be friends after this. I'm gonna need a moment. Wow. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. So when we're talking about aphrodisiacs, the other thing in in addition to food, and I know we just said don't drink on it, but I googled. Uh, aphrodisiac drinks. And there's a lot of aphrodisiac drinks, okay. even though sugar is like a big no-no in alcohol. Like what? Things that you can add to your drinks. So um, like you can add uh, ginger to, um, if you're going to like to make a martini. You oh can yeah, that's add... like a stimulant for your, uh, it's like, an, it like gets your energy up, right? Yes. Or and am I thinking of ginseng? Well, ginseng's on the list as well. Oh. Ginseng's okay. good for memory too. Yeah. Right? Isn't that right? Yeah. I think so. And then cinnamon is another one. So oh, you can add... I've heard that before. You can add like cinnamon schnapps or something or nutmeg. So there's a lot of things you can add. Honey. So like if you're totally not going to drink and you want to like add to it, there's tea and honey. And honey is actually an aphrodisiac. Did hmm. you know that? Nope. I, I'm not surprised though. Right. I mean, that's a very... I mean, just all things sweet and dribbly. Yeah. Imagine if you admit, like had honey ginger syrup. And added that. That'd be like a double whammy. Mm-hmm. Mm, that sad. sounds good in some in some vodka or gin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I don't I, even drink anymore. The, the recipe for it is penicillin. That's what it's It's called penicillin. The drink is called penicillin? The drink is called penicillin. It's got whiskey, scotch, lemon juice, honey ginger, and candied ginger. And it's mm. called penicillin. Oh, that sounds so good. That does sound so God good. God damn, that makes so, me want to drink. Yeah, but you, you gave it up. I know. Well, just for a little while. Just for a little while. Just like to see days. just to see if you could for fun. Yeah. And when a I detox. say gave it up, I mean I went to a Super Bowl party and I drank. <laughs> Which was just a couple of weeks ago. Listen, they opened a bottle of really nice champagne, which I drank so half you're of. Like the wor- you're like the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the worst hero for I'm giving could, up for 30 days. I could get it by a bus tomorrow. You know, no, but I mean, I just think I'm I'm... I'm being 98% good with my diet. Plus, I'll do extra burpees. <laughs> oh, okay. Like um, today, I'll go to the gym and I'll fucking punish myself. What did somebody say to me? I, I, um, <laughs> I, I have to repent in the, in the, uh, in the church of, the, of iron or something. Somebody said yeah, that to me. Right. Yeah, right. Like I, I will, I'll punish myself. So like when I think about aphrodisiacs, it's not just food. I think there's flowers and there's smells and there's all sorts of things. All the senses. Do. All the senses. And as we as we work in this podcast to unshame sex, I think part of it is introducing sex as a regular diet. Mm-hmm. Do you know what oh, I mean? I like that. It, it, it's like because if you feel sexy, 
the more that you feel sexy, the more sex you're going to have, the more sex you're going to have, the more that you feel sexy. You know, it's this whole it's a revolving cycle. door. It's a whole revolving door. And, and some of that is in the food that you eat and the things that you wear and the sense that you, that it, you know, because if you wear really cloying, awful perfume or cologne, that's not sexy for your partner. And maybe that's something you should check with. I what, think too that, you know, part of, and yeah, part of it is also taking care of yourself. Of you course, know, right? Because yeah. so, that's when I feel the sexiest. Uh, guaranteed. When I'm taking care of myself and, you know, I, when I'm exercising and I'm going to, to the gym and I'm dressing. When you're at the weight that you feel comfortable at, whatever that is, right? Whatever it, that is, yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 you know, taking the time to, to do my hair and smell good and... Yes. You know. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes, like, moms. Don't be sticking your hair up in the mom bun and running around in sweatpants all the time. Oh, my and gosh. you're not going to feel sexy. The workout pants. Right. There are sexy workout pants. Okay, let's There are clear. sexy workout pants. But, Wear those. But I also feel like if you're wearing workout pants every single day, that's a cop out. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like it's like you. It's like you're saying you win life. (laughs) You know, know? it's like you're just you're just giving up, and you don't want you don't want to do that. And you know whether you work from home or not, um, but you want to you want to go to the effort that makes you feel good because it's going to translate in everything else, right? And that gives you confidence. And then when you walk around and you're confident, that that's a huge turn on. One time I was in a Whole Foods, and this okay. So to put it in perspective, yeah, I had been sick. My son had been sick, and we're standing in Whole Foods just getting some, like at the deli counter or whatever, getting meats or whatever it was we were getting. And this guy walks up to me, and he was very good looking. And he wants my, he starts chatting with me, and then he wants my number. And in, the, in those moments, I'm standing there looking at him like, you realize I have no makeup on, my hair is pulled up, I'm in sweats. Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he was this really good looking guy. But what it made me feel was instantly insecure, instantly self-conscious, because, hmm. you know what I mean? Because he asked for my number and I was like, uh, what? Like, it was such a weird space for me. But I think that that's true, that when you get out of that, and it was only because I knew I wasn't at my best. Right. Had he, had he asked me when I had hair and makeup done or even where I was dressed in something besides big sweatpants, I, I would have felt more willing to give him my number. Hmm. So my point... So you of, didn't give him your number? I did end up giving him my number. Of course, <laughs> I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not somebody who turned on George Clooney. I was like, really? Oh, God. <laughs> sorry, that was oh, so easy. No. I'm sorry. No, that was a good one. I'll give it to yeah, you. That thank was, you. Get no, it. no. Wide open. Fuck yeah, but, uh, get that. But anyway, yeah, I did give him my number, but I remember the, all those feelings of self-consciousness, which is what I'm saying it was if I had gone to some effort before going to Whole Foods that day, yeah. I would have felt... Like if you had gone into Whole Foods wearing a pair of sexy underpants. Yeah, I don't even know if I had... I think I just... I was just in the... Just Do you say really underpants? Gross. Do you say underpants or underwear? I say panties. panties. Panty. I say panties. Panties with yeah. a T. Panties. Yeah. Sometimes I say panties. But pants. Yeah, you, your pants. I, say pants. Pa- I think I mostly say panties. I need panties. I don't know why I say under underpants. This I, is not sexy. No. <laughs> No, panties panties is fun. From now on, when I say underpants, please smack me. Right. Okay. Say it. Come on. I dare you. Right. (laughs) Well, God. Yeah. But like, you know, the word funner isn't a word, but but it is. When you say panties, it's funner. Panties. It sounds you want to wear sexy panties. You want to always wear sexy panties. Always. Always. What about not wearing panties? I always wear panties. Oh, see, I... Think, I for don't me, go commando. Not wearing panties is more sexy than wearing sexy panties. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like Mm-mm. underneath, you know, a dress. Really? Mm-mm. You've never. I don't go pantyless. You'll ne- ever? I, ever. 
Like you wouldn't wear a skirt. I and not sleep wear naked. That's the longest. I don't go with panties. <laughs> I just recently started sleeping naked. I only this sleep. last year. I've slept naked my entire life. I love it. Yeah. I never liked it before. In fact, I, if I that's like, an aphrodisiac. Sleeping <laughs> sleep naked. naked. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so true. And you will have more sex with your partner if you fucking sleep naked. Yes. It's. I don't know why. It's just a huge turn your access. skin on skin. Like there's just something super. There's not this like barrier. I don't know. I did this for seven years with a partner. I, I've never, ever, ever, I've always worn clothing to bed. And then... I hate that feeling of getting twisted up in my clothes in the middle of the night. Well, now I do too, but I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't have, I didn't realize that. I, I just never, and now I can't, now I can't even sleep in under, nope, in panties. <laughs> like I corrected myself. I saw you. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, and there's something that makes you feel very sensual if you spend a little extra money on good sheets. The sheets are so soft on your yes. skin and your legs, and you just roll. Like, oh my gosh. I will roll around on my sheets by myself. Oh, I love to sleep naked. <laughs> I just got a visual <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. No, but I like shave freshly shaved legs mm-hmm. on sheets and mm-hmm. fresh. Like a freshly made bed. Heaven. And naked. Clean, naked body. Yes. Those three things. That's like a trifecta of... Of aphrodisiacs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then then it doesn't really matter what you had for dinner. Nope. As long as it wasn't beans. (laughs) (laughs) As long as it wasn't beans, you're in. You're good. You're good. (laughs) Yeah. There are other... What other aphrodisiacs do you think... Like that are not food... Okay, that are not food. I think I think shaved bodies is an aphrodisiac. That's a, no, no, that's a really good. Because that's that's up such there. a sensation thing. Yes, um, I mean, and I, it's weird. I never thought that I would get used to not to to. I was so in the habit of wearing clothing to go to sleep, mm-hmm. um, and I could never understand people who would sleep naked. I couldn't get it, and now, you know, I just did it with a partner that was really into. It. I just and you get into the habit, and it's way way better. Yeah, even when I sleep alone, I sleep naked. You will have if you are in a relationship where you're not having as much sex or you want to have more sex, I highly recommend just take tr- your clothes off. Take just try it. Sleep, yes. Ask your partner just say, "Hey, we're going to do this little experiment and sleep naked for a week." And and you find when you you cuddle more. You do. You cuddle more. Yeah. Because there's you're right, there's no barrier there, but it's yeah, you just love the feel of their skin. Well, and that's what I was saying about not wearing panties at all. For me, like if I wear a skirt, which is really rare, and wearing, but I've occasionally not worn panties with with jeans. You know, I hate the way it feels. See, and I for me it brings because you don't have bush to protect you. <laughs> just saying, but, she's right. I don't. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like you know, uh, it bring. You're aware. You're very, very aware of your vulva and your clitoris all day because it occasionally gets, you know, when you're wearing a skirt, you'll get a little breeze. Right. And you're like, whoa. Not, you know, you're not used to that. And then, and then also... I can see where you'd be hyper aware, but I don't feel like I would be hyper aware in a good way. Okay. I think I would worry... I think it's kind of hot. I don't yeah, know. Not I, you wearing know what? panties. The only time... Okay, Ooh, so let me say On this. a date? Okay. The only time I've not worn panties on a date, one time, I was on a date with a guy and we're sitting at this table and he said to me, take your panties off. Oh my God, this is so hot. And I was sitting at the table. I'm like, what? He's like, take your panties off. Like at the table? At the table. And I did. How? You squirm. You wiggled around. You wiggled and, you got them. Them. and then they drop to your ankles and you hurry 
because you don't want anybody. To be, and by the way, there were no there there were tablecloths, but they weren't long enough to go to my feet. And and so I remember that feeling of because I was I was wearing a skirt and heels, and I remember that feeling of watching my you know when I looked down there's my panties like on the floor on the floor around my shoes. I'm trying to get them off. And I so, want someone to do this okay, and call us. And so I I it. took my panties off and I had them in my hand and he said hand them to me. What? And so I've got them like crumpled up in my fist, right? And I go and I reach across the table to hand them to him. <laughs> oh wait, first I tried under the table and he said no, no. <gasps> okay, that was what it was. And he said over the and so I reach my hand out and he grabbed it with two fingers and took them. Oh. And so they were dangling. I'll never I was so turned on, so mortified. <laughs> <laughs> That's really fantastic. And we went out. We left the restaurant shortly thereafter. What did he do with the panties? Like, did he just... He sniffed them and put them in his pocket. Okay. Okay. And we went out to the... Re- to, we left the restaurant shortly thereafter and walked out to the car. And I, he, I went around to... You know, he went around and he opened the door for me. And he had a big truck. And he went out and he, and he opened the door for me. And he pushed my skirt up and licked my pussy right there in that parking <gasps> lot. I will never forget that. Whoa. Pulls my skirt back down, shuts the door. I was like, well, that was an interesting first date. Holy it shit. wasn't my first date, but still. Yeah, yeah, no, that's really hot. Yeah, it was very hot. I love how cre- I love the creativity of that. He was a lover of mine for a very short time, but he he really did teach me some things about like that I liked. Like he was the first person to ever blindfold me. I love it. And you oh, know, I love that he kind of pushed you out of your this is I mean, and totally. I totally this is you know well, we did just recently we we talked about uh the last show, I think we talked about um Guys getting a toy yes. and, and being, you know, the one to initiate. Initiate. And I, I love Yeah, that was our Valentine show. Yeah. So I and I and this kind of is in that same vein where, you know, I love it. I love that story. He was he was. He was very he was he was very creative and he he liked to do things that that were different. Like I remember when he blindfolded me. Whatever he touched me with was so erotic feeling. And I think I later found out like it was a pen. It was nothing. Oh, wow. Yeah, Isn't that funny? It was just, it was that whole idea of it. And I think, I think when we talked, uh, I think it was also the Valentine show where we talked about spending the days in bed. Mm-hmm. When we think about things that you could do, yeah, that, that eats up time too. If you blindfold your partner and then you just play with various things that are in your room. You'd be shocked how you're sensate. It's like when we're eating in the dark. You have no idea what right, you're eating because right, you're missing the visual. Right. But same thing is true when you're blindfolded and somebody's touching you and doing things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love but that. But he got hot sex. I'll promise you he did after he made me give him my panties and my pussy in the park. I want one of our listeners to, to do this to their partner. And then write in and tell us. And then write in and tell us. Challenge oh, issued. I really Somebody I step hear, up and go challenge accepted. Come on. Because I feel like there's, it could go down so many different avenues and it's just... Oh, I want to hear about Go that. in the group and write challenge accepted. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Do that. Oh, that's really, really cool. For sure. If you're not a member already of our Facebook group for Two Wild Orchids, go on Facebook, join our group, and then make sure to write in challenge accepted. Yeah. That oh, would be awesome. hot. And then we want to hear about it. And we'll do a listener love letter show and read your letters on what it was like for you. I would love yeah. for a guy to write in because I only have it from the perspective of somebody saying to me, hand me your panties. But um, I just love that he, A, told you to do it, Right, mm-hmm. made you do it there, sitting at the table. Holy shit! Because I was, I started to get up. He said, "No, right here." Oh and I yeah, was like, I, I remember that how, feeling of, uh, yeah, yeah. I love that. And yep. then also that he made you hand them across the table. Yes, but he didn't humiliate you. It wasn't like no. you know he wasn't uh, he wasn't uh, he no, was just when he took them in two fingers. I remember as, as I had them in on my purpose. Fist, oh. and he took them and they they're just like and he kind of he didn't hold That's them up really you know, like hot. flag, but he it was very hot. I love that. And I was just like. 
Oh my God. All right. They have to let us know. <laughs> what else? What else do you think is a, is an aphrodisiac that's not a food? That's not a food. Well, besides handing your panties across the table. Yeah, that's a good one. I would a- say, what about, um, what about like a hot bath? Ooh. I don't know if that's an aphrodisiac, but it can be very relaxing. Yeah. I think I almost, for me, I think I want to sleep after a bath. Okay. Unless, yeah. unless they're in the bathtub with me. You know, I, I'm so tall, I, I, I can't get into It's very hard to get into a bathtub with another. <laughs> You're tiny. Yeah, I can so fit in you, anything. Yeah, you can, like, I could see you being able to. Yeah, I like taking baths with my partners. Yeah, mm-hmm. and showering can be nice and, like, kind of grooming one another, you know, soaping each other up. I've done that. That's I fun. think that's really hot. I, th- mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, if you can, if you get the opportunity to soap your partner up and wash all their parts and... I yeah, think, I that think can, that's and hot. slippery and slick. Yeah. And then oh. everybody's clean, which is always which good. Which means you can lick anything. Right, anything. Yes. Anything. Anything. Even places you don't think you should like lick there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. You know what's also one for me is uh, is music. And I know... I know I've uh, yeah. You know, that, that's a big deal for me. Like I could, I can totally change my mindset with with a little bit of, and just get into like a full body. Like you could just dance. I don't know. That can be a real aphrodisiac for me. Or certain music. Mm-hmm. I was uh oh my god, I was with my this guy recently, the one that I'm, and he <laughs> he was going down on me, and I like to listen to very sexy, slow music, and some it was like an. I don't even know. It's some mix on, you know, mm-hmm. Amazon or whatever. And I was probably I was getting pretty close, which is, you know, a big place for Monica. Well, it's not like that. I mean, not anymore, but it's good fun. It's you know, I'm I'm I think for a lot of women, like like remember when Eva was on and mm-hmm. and she was talking about how like the wind would blow or the fan would come on or whatever the yeah, dog it has would bark. to be perfect you know like you're when you get to that level when if an orgasm is a ten and I'm at a seven mm-hmm. you know I'm hyper focused I'm like okay we're we're getting we're, there we're getting there and the song came on oh my god it was so bad I don't even remember it just had all these weird noises there was like a guy talking over like it was it was just this random horrible song and we both just started laughing because <laughs> we couldn't ignore it. Like, I, and, and then you're in the middle and you're just like, Alexa! <laughs> Which is so not sexy. sexy. Oh, it was so bad. But, but miraculously, we got back on track almost immediately, so that was good. And that's a testament to his skill set. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. We, we recovered well. It was, <laughs> you rebounded? Yeah. No, it was good. It was good. But it, oh. it was just like that moment where you're like, everything's so sexy, the candles, the music, everything's good. I'm getting close. And then, Alexa, <laughs> turn that off. Turn this fucking song off. <laughs> Jesus, it's awful. <laughs> I think massage. That's the, that's the oh, other massage. one. Massage oh, is good. a huge aphrodisiac, okay? <laughs> you don't want to like work out the kinks in their back, but you could slick them up with oil. Well, oil just automatically right. is... Uh, or use your, and use your body to as part of that part of the massage. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like use. What do you mean? Like, well, okay. So, like, if he's laying on the table and you're massaging your partner, or uh, you know, you put oil on him and like you rub your boobies on him. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, use your body to to rub his body, mm-hmm. and and then I promise you're getting laid. Yeah. Right. Who wouldn't be? Got to do a little brush by. A little, yeah. Or a little, a little accidental. Yeah. And if you're on the if you're the one on the table. You know, you could put your hands down and reach and touch your partner. There's nothing that says when you're the one on the table that you can't be. Oh, that's true. You can be inter- interacting. Yeah, a little handsy. Mm-hmm. And you know, if the table's not too high, 
and it's, you know, you're a woman and you're laying on the table and he's a guy rubbing you, you could blow him right there. While he's rubbing your back, you could be sucking his cock. There's a lot you can do. Well, they can definitely be sucking some cock after the instructions we gave them. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, the blowjob show was a hit. I'll tell you what, if you haven't listened to our blowjob show... You want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you totally want to, especially if you want to give good blowjobs. You know, I did give that super secret, you know. Did oh, you try that? No. Oh, you're so fired. Oh, wow. <laughs> you didn't fuck George Clooney and you didn't try my trick? Oh, God. You know, he's enjoying it. Just, it's, you know, I thought about it and then I was like, you know, he's, it's like he's, he likes it the way he likes it, but I'll try it. I will. And I didn't do the ruined orgasm either because I felt bad. Okay. I tried a beard. You could try some Fuck, hands. You're so right. But I got <laughs> I got a lot on my plate. I got spanking. I got... You got a lot to do. I got a lot to do. But it, 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 I'm noticing that you keep falling farther behind on your homework. <laughs> Monica, I, I think it was week one we decided you'd go to the swingers club. We're heading into season four now and you still haven't been. Are we really? Is mm-hmm. it already season four? Season four. Wow. And you have not been to the swingers club. But I did... Well, yeah, you're right. All right. I got some stuff. I got some work to do. I'm like, what, what homework did you do? I did the fucking Yoni massage. Fair. <laughs> I did the yoni massage, and um, I did the, well. We I did hypnotism, but that wasn't necessarily homework. But that was part of my homework, right? I did that. So you did your own homework versus the audience homework. Nice. <laughs> oh, no aphrodisiacs. Well, and I, I don't su- always have a partner. Fair. So you know, you have a. Partner. I told you, but I don't you right now. Like, well, you I have, like, have several, but yeah, I get my. You point. usually have. I have usually, you have somebody, know, yeah, and so I, I don't always have. I know. told you I'd take you to the swingers club. Okay, well, you know, let's schedule it. Fine, you'll have fun. <laughs> so she says. Um, all right, so as we kind of tie this up in aphrodisiacs in this month of sex and love, yes, um, I think that I think that anything can be an aphrodisiac if you play with it the right way. You know, I, I was it last show we talked about candle wax. Yeah, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, that's, that's another thing. There's, there's just anything. The guy used a pen and a blindfold on me, and it wasn't even a real blindfold. I think it was a tie. I love the blindfold idea. Yeah. You know, I was talking with a friend of mine, and he blindfolded his, his girlfriend, and then he puts uh, headphones on her. Oh, that's awesome. Sensory yeah. deprivation? Well, he'll either play, she'll either listen to audio porn that she likes, whatever she wants, right? or uh, he'll play audio of them having sex. Right. But she's in her own... That's hot. Isn't that hot? That like, is so hot. Wouldn't you want a guy... I, I, it's just hard. For, I would want a guy... I want a guy to do... I just want him to do that. I, want, I don't want to have a choice in the matter. I just want him to tell me, like, do this. Like, We're going to try this. your panties. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It, it's hot. It's a huge turn on. It's okay. So what I'm hearing is, but if a woman is like you and doesn't have a partner or doesn't think she has a partner that would do that, then it has to open up the dialogue to say, hey, these are things I'm thinking. I would like it if you took charge more. Mm-hmm. I would like it if you... But ultimately, yeah, it's the guy, you know, the guy needs to just step up. I, you know, but if I he know- doesn't know that you want it, then isn't the onus on you to let him know this is something? Oh, you want? for sure. Yeah, of course. I mean, you have to communicate with your partner and, right. and it, let them know, and then hopefully, you know, they can make it happen. When you're strong personality, like you and I are, I think it it takes an equally strong personality to say yes. Yeah, and it's hard because I think the men who are attracted to me initially, uh, you know, I have this very outgoing, big personality, and I think they expect me to be the dominant one. And then we get into the bedroom, and I'm like. You, right. know, you take charge. And they're like, wait, what? Yeah, because they expect you to, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I do understand that. So, but I, I, I think at least the all of my friends and girlfriends, because I bounce some of these ideas before we come and you know talk here, and, and I think most of the women that I know just want their guy to just do it. Yes, just do it. Yes, like what do you have to lose? Yes, I, I mean, think that's so true. I think that unless you have decided that 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 being dominant in the bedroom is something that you want as a woman, something that you yes. you want to do once, twice, full time, whatever your thing is, I think that as a whole we tend to take over so much of our lives that it is nice to let somebody else run the bedroom show. Yeah. Right? It's like, just just tell me to, you know, bend over, touch my toes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, there, I think there's something to that for sure. Especially when you're with a guy who has the, um, the strength with, within him to say, hand me your panties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Agreed. sure. So that's all I have on aphrodisiacs. Do okay. you have anything else? Uh, no, I think we're good. I liked your anti-aphrodisiacs, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right? I was like, how can you mix this up a little bit? I liked that. That was a, that was a good play. Yeah. So as we head out of here today, Ms. Monica. I would say stay sexy. And hand me your panties. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>